with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high of silver, the Lone Ranger. Before this exciting adventure, a word from our sponsor. General Mills, makers of Cheerios, the ready-to-eat oat cereal that gives you go power, and Wheaties, the breakfast of champions, present by special recording, The Lone Ranger. Listen, see if you can recognize the famous voice on this record. That's just a little bit of a record of Mickey Mouse singing Happy Mouse. To get this record for your very own, just look for the special Wheaties box with a record on the front. You see, it's not just a picture of a record you'll find there. It's an actual Walt Disney Mouseketeer record that's part of the Wheaties box. Just cut it out with scissors, punch out the center hole, and it's ready to be played on any 78 RPM manual control record player. Ready to be played again and again. There are eight different Mouseketeer records you can get, all featuring famous Walt Disney characters. There's Donald Duck's song, Goofy singing It's Fun to Whistle, and many, many more. Just look for the special Wheaties Mouseketeer record package at your grocers. The records won't cost you one penny extra with Wheaties, Breakfast of Champions. With his faithful Indian companion, Toto... The daring and resourceful mask rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, Michael. Are you Silver? Abigail Appleton had come from Boston to keep house for her brother Jonathan and his motherless daughter Jane. Jonathan Appleton was the town banker in Gray Rock, and Abigail considered that this fact put her at the top of the social ladder in Gray Rock, much to the amusement of most of the townspeople, who gave little or no thought to so-called social class distinction. In Abigail's opinion, the one person who was at the absolute bottom of her self-made social scale was Maud Jenkins, rough, gun-toting, but popular owner of the town cafe. Jane Appleton was walking toward her father's bank as Jerry Jenkins left his buckboard at the hitch rack and headed for the general store. Hey, wait a minute. Oh, hello there, Jerry. I wondered if you'd come to town today. I came in for some supplies. Mom was ordered the store. We've been busy at the ranch the last few days. Oh, uh, Jerry... My aunt had another run-in with your mother today. She she came home furious a short time ago. Uh Uh-oh. It's too bad they ever had to meet. Mom means well. Oh, I know. In fact, like everyone else, I'm attracted to her because she's so real. Aunt Abigail just doesn't realize how ridiculous her ideas are out here in this rough pioneer country. Her ideas aren't any help to us either, Jane. She sure wouldn't like it if she knew we were meeting each other. Yes, I know. She... Well, she had heard rumors and already spoke to me about it, Jerry. Oh? Uh-huh. What did she say? She said I was to keep away from you. I wouldn't promise, so Aunt Abigail said she was going to speak to Dad about it. What do you think he'll say? Well, he rather likes you, Jerry, but 
Well, Aunt Abigail has him under her thumb so that he gives in on most everything. By thunder, I don't care what either of them say. We're still... No, Jerry, you just don't understand. Look, that is all I have, and whatever he says, I... That's it. You'll agree with them that I'm not good enough for you. And you'll be willing to give me up. Oh, no way, Jerry. I didn't mean... get it. I guess maybe you're filled with those local society ideas like your aunt. I reckon our going together is a mistake after all. Bye. I'll be getting along. Oh, Jerry, wait. I... Oh, what's the use? Some distance north of Gray Rock, the Lone Ranger and Tonto rode the valley trail that led to the town. As he carefully scanned the surrounding hills, the masked man was saying, I don't like the looks of things, Tonto. You think Comanche go on warpath? He must have been. We've seen plenty of signs of unrest. There's another signal fire on that hill off to the left there. Ah. Signal fire say Chief Eagle Feather want powwow. Him calling all crimes to village near North End Valley. Eagle Feather knows the garrison at Fort Stockton, but just below Gray Rock is greatly weakened. Colonel Blair took most of the regiment to quell an Apache uprising near Pecos. Oh, that right. Keep our eyes open and be ready to warn the settlers. Ah. Later we'll make camp. At dawn we'll head back toward Chief Eagle Feather's village and try to find out what's going on. That evening, Maud Jenkins left the Gray Rock Cafe and rode to the ranch she owned a short way from town. As she entered the ranch house, her son Jerry came from his room with a small bundle of clothing. Hi, Mom. Hello, Jerry. Well, what's the bundle for? Oh, just a change of clothes. I I figure I'm riding up to Pecos to work with Uncle Jed on his ranch for a while. Well, what for? We have plenty for you to do right here on our own ranch. I want to get away for a while, that's all. Oh. <laughs> Must have had a spat with a certain girl named Jane Appleton. Is that it? Oh, it's not exactly a spat, Mom. That highfalutin aunt of hers told Jane she had to stop seeing him. You mean Abby Appleton doesn't think my boy is good enough for her niece, huh? Why, that ornery, snooty-nosed female. I'll go back to town right now. Oh, Mom, don't. There's no need to make things worse than they are. Well, I get plenty riled when I think of how she pulls that society stuff around Gray Rock. Looking down her silly nose at hard-working, honest folks. Forget it, Mom. After a few weeks with Uncle Jed, I'll get used to not seeing Jane and... Then I'll come back. The Lone Ranger and Tonto had camped for the night. At the first week of dawn, they set out and rode back up the valley until they came fairly close to the place where Chief Eagle Feather had his village. Leaving their horses in a clump of trees nearby, the masked man and Indian went on foot to a bluff that overlooked the Comanche village in a hollow below. You can see the village from up here, Tonto. Ah. Chief Eagle Feather, there in circle, old powwow. Look, Eagle Feather, stand up. Give sign to listen. He's going to speak to the braves. Better hear what he says, Tonto. Now, me listen close. Chief, they burn, kill. I white man from valley. They'll dance 
of about an hour, Toto. Now, we have to warn all we can, including the people of Grey Rock. We can go to the stockade at Fort Stockton. Let's get to the horses quickly. Maybe people of Grey Rock are about to leave town. They don't. They'll be massacred in the town burn. Meantime, Jerry Jenkins had left his mother's ranch at dawn and rode up the valley trail. After riding for some time, he rounded a bend and was startled to see a masked man and an Indian galloping toward him. He reached for his gun, but the masked man drew first and sent a warning shot over his head. I can see you're out. Oh, we're not out, I fired a warning shot to keep you from making a mistake. But the mask. Don't try to discuss that now. The Comanches are going on the warpath. We've got to give warning. All right. I'm ready to help, mister. Let's go, then. When we get to Grey Rock, Tunnel can head north by the other trail and try to find Colonel Blair and the regiment. All right, let's go. One, two, three. Oh, get out. as he can. The first one to reach Grey Rock, go directly to the sheriff. Impress upon him the need for haste. Get everyone to head for the fort. Ah, all right, mister. I'll meet both of you at the edge of town. Adios. Adios. One ranch after another was visited by each of the three men as they brought the dreaded message that caused panic and consternation among the early settlers in the far west. Our Lone Ranger adventure in just a moment. 
cowboy town is a boy of six. He knows all kinds of cowboy tricks. He can rope the steer because he knows. He's got go power from Cheerios. Yes, he's got go power. There he goes. He's feeling his Cheerios. 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 You bet, Cheerios, the oat cereal that needs no cooking. Every delicious spoonful of Cheerios and milk is real muscle-building food. Each spoonful contains vitamins, minerals, and proteins your body needs. Yes, the good things in a Cheerios breakfast do good things for your body. Help you have healthy nerves, good red blood, strong bones, and muscles. And besides giving you go power, Cheerios is downright wonderful tasting. That toasted oat flavor is really something. And when you add milk and your favorite fruit, say some sliced bananas, you're in for a delicious breakfast treat. Get the whole family off to a good start every morning with Cheerios. Then you'll hear people say... He's feeling his che... Now to continue. The people of Grey Rock were hurrying from town upon receiving news that the Comanches were on the warpath. Jonathan Appleton was one of the last to leave, and rushing to his home, he found Abigail unwilling to go. Also, he found that she hadn't warned Jane of the impending doom. The Lone Ranger rushed in and ordered them to hurry. At that moment, the vanguard of the Indian tribe was heard, and Abigail fainted. Telling Jonathan and Jane to hurry out to the waiting buckboard, the Lone Ranger lifted Abigail in his arms and carried her outside. <laughs> Put her in the back. Oh, sit beside her. All right, Mr. Appleton. Get going. Good girl, give me that. 
is but a ferocious one. The masked figure of the loom rings with it seemingly everywhere at once, encouraging the men, watching for flaming arrows and directing in first aid. All men on the side, hurry, keep shooting!
defenders of the fort saw waves of frenzied redskins coming over the ridge and toward the stockade. Maud glanced at Abigail beside her and was surprised to see how she handled a rifle. Why, Abby, you sure handled that rifle as if you knew how. My father made me learn how to handle a rifle, Maud, but then I didn't consider it ladylike. Did you see that? Took a feather right off the savage's head. At last you're becoming a Westerner, Abby. <laughs> The Comanches were beaten and dispersed. The settlers welcomed the troopers with open arms as they rolled through the big gates. Maud, Abby, Jane, and Jerry stood in a group by themselves, watching. I see Tano and a masked man out there. If it hadn't been for them, we'd all been massacred before we could have reached the fort. Yeah, and the fort would have fallen to the Comanches if the masked hombre hadn't gone to warn the regiment about the ambush. Because of all that's happened, I've found out what a fool I've been, Maud. We all have to stick together as equals out here if we hope to survive. Aunt Abigail. Not Abigail. Call me Aunt Abby. I like it. Well, uh, Aunt Abby... Does this mean you won't object to Jerry and me? Jane, there's no reason why you shouldn't marry the son of one of my good friends. <laughs> that is, if Maude approves. Why, man alive, Abby. You know, I always did say you never could tell a cake by its fortune. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, Jane, I guess we all owe a lot to my masked friend and the Indian. Well, look, there they go riding away. Oh, they didn't come inside the fort. Say, who in thunder is that tall, good-looking hombre with the mask on anyway, Jared? I thought you knew, Mom. He's the Lone Ranger. Special recording Mondays through Fridays at this same time.